0: Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash
1: safety. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available
2: coupons vary.
3: This show contains mature content. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised.
0: Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to
3: piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls.
0: What are you? Who are what? you? This
3: is the Crotch show Radio Show. Crotch Radio Show.
4: This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission.
2: We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the whippy, the
0: Welcome to the CrowdShot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything in there, Anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. <clears throat> uh, if you're angry and want the truth exposed, uh, strap in and prepare to be shocked. If you're angry and want the truth exposed, damn it, I forgot my intro. <laughs> I fucked it up. I, I, like, I'm freaking fighting a code right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, welcome to the Cartel Radio Show. The, fuck it. Yeah, let me let's just get this shit started. So, anyways, yeah, this show is the bigotry, the uh, the left's soft bigotry of low expectations. <clears throat> How can you vote for Trump? You're brown. How can you support the right? You're brown. How can you be a Republican? You're black. How can you this? you're colored, you're not white. How can you do this? How can you do that? That's one thing. That's what we call soft bigotry. In fact, here's an article, um, the racism of low expectations. The racism of low expectations holds non-white groups and individuals to lower standards of behavior and and achievement. You get that from the left a lot, Um, especially when it comes to their um, use of social programs like welfare, Um, especially in my job. Um, These people are not expected to do anything. They're not expected to get a job. They're not expected to provide for their own families that they created. I agree. There should be a system where people need help. You know, hey, maybe your foot got blown off. um, Either in war or, or some terrible accident that, you know, you might not be able to work for a while. I believe that there should be a system in place where there is some vocational um, rehab, as it were, where you could essentially learn how to fish again so that way you could provide for yourself because that's better. That's better for the mind. But the thing is, uh, the left treats being non-white as a disability. They love to make us believe us, because I am a person of color, as someone that is, um, I, someone that's a victim, someone that cannot achieve anything on his own, I don't feel that way, I believe that, you know, all you have to do is get the fuck out my way, give me an opportunity, and I will, if I really want it, I will go for it. It's better. <laughs> it's a lot better to achieve something on your own. And the pride that it comes with, like, I didn't need no one's help. <clears throat> um uh, <clears throat> This is um no, this is a problem which particularly affects those who uh, would regard themselves as staunchly opposed to any form of racism, namely those on the progressive left. <clears throat> the thing is, I mean, and, and I've and I've spoken about this, I mean, I, I and I keep bringing this up over and over and over again. The only time I've ever been called a spick, the only time I've ever been called a nigger, <clears throat> was frankly by someone on the left. Was some some fucking uh, uh, little progressive, a little wannabe progressive that was offended by the fact that, A, I am not a victim. I'm not. I don't believe, uh, you know, I don't believe white supremacy has stopped me in the least. Especially in New York City, for God's sakes. I mean, I could go into black supremacy, which some people are like, that's not a thing. Yes, it is. Black bigotry. I've, I've dealt with it my entire life. Where you have African Americans that believe that they are above certain groups of people and they will kick Your ass, they will come at you 30 deep and fuck you up for being a certain, a a different race. The sign of disrespect. But hey, you can't talk about that because that's racism. The left doesn't want to talk about that. No, 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 no. Uh, when the, in fact, hold on, let me see if I can find that video. Uh, Let me see if I can find that video. I want to play this for you. Because they wanted to... Uh, they, you know, there's an idea going around where you, uh, you know, to get a voter ID. Which I believe is a good idea. Let's ha- let's make it harder to steal elections. Let's have people... Instead of, you know, that old... Um, you know, that old trope where... You know, you would take the names of dead people to... Um, To vote for politicians. Um, Hold on. Let me see if I. Is it here that I. I... Preparations. Bigotry. Voter ID. I I mean I remember watching this video. Oh here it is. Here it is. Uh, This is a video by, uh, this was by Fox News, Ami Horowitz, and the name of the video is How White Liberals Really View Black Voters. And here it is.
2: I'm Ami Horowitz, and I'm here in Berkeley, California, to find out if voter ID laws suppress the black vote. Do you have an opinion on voter ID laws? Uh, Yeah, they're usually pretty racist and (laughs) they're bad. I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism. Would you say they're, would you go as far to say that those laws are racist? For sure. Do you think it suppresses the uh, African American vote? Definitely. Uh, Because they're less likely to have state IDs.
5: Minority voters are less likely to have the kinds of IDs that have been um, described or required.
0: These type of people don't live in areas with easy access to DMVs or other places where they can get identification. (laughs) You can always get
2: IDs you do over the internet that also would make it difficult for for black people in particular yeah you
5: have to have access to the internet you have to be able to pay an internet service provider for certain fees do you think that's harder
2: for black people to go online well I feel like
5: they don't have the knowledge of how of like how it works
2: a lot of people have smartphones but they might not have data
5: for most of the communities they don't really know what is out there just because they're not aware
2: or like they're not informed I
5: also think there's a repression of like black voting with um, how they how if you're a convicted felon like you're not allowed to vote and everything and when you look at swing states like Florida that's a huge population of the of the like African-Americans
2: now I'm here in East Harlem to ask black people their thoughts on what you just heard do you have ID normally you carry ID on? yes I have state ID do you carry ID yes I do do you know anybody who any black person who doesn't carry ID no everyone that I know has an ID why would they think we don't have ID <laughs> that's a lie. Why would you say that? Do you have ID? Yes.
0: Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID. So like, we know what we need to carry around. See, everybody that I know have ID. Like That's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with. Exactly. ID.
2: Do you know any black adult who does not have ID? No, I don't. Is it a weird thing to even say that?
1: Yes, it is. What is this, some, some type of uh, trick candy camera?
2: I know, like that? right? <laughs> That's the only thing I brought with me. Those, legit, yeah. those are legit IDs. I heard a lot also that um, black people can't figure out how to get to the DMV.
3: Really? Is that is that that saying to you? I know it's at. It's on 25th Street.
2: Do you know where the ID the, the DMV is around you? It's on 125th Street and you know, 3rd Avenue, I believe. You know how to get there? Yeah. Do you have a problem getting there if you have to get there? No. It's. I know these sound like silly questions. You know how to get the DMV? Of course. You know where it is? Yeah. You can get there? Uh-huh. No problem. No problem. Just checking. Okay. And I also heard a lot that black people, especially poor back people, have no access to the internet, can't figure out how to use the internet.
4: That's, that's, a, that's just stupidity, honestly. Everybody has access to the internet. Even a little kid could figure out how to work the internet.
2: I had access to the internet for years. You know how to use it properly, Exactly, right? I do it at work. So of course I know how to use it. Smart. My kids know how to use it. They all have iPads, iPods, whatever. Your phone has data? -hmm. You can actually unlimited, unlimited data. Mm -hmm. I use my phone as a hotspot. What does that say to you for the people who have this perception of like?
3: Um, uh, they're pretty much ignorant. That's what my thought process are.
2: I just think that's ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. That's the word VERY, Very ignorant. ignorant. Very, very ignorant. Does it sound racist for somebody to say that? I, I think it is
3: a little racist because, you know, you're putting um, people in a category and you have no idea what you're talking
5: about. Maybe a little bit of racist in it, but like I said, I think it's more stupidity and ignorance. You're judging
3: somebody, like, well, you're judging them because they're black, saying that they don't got it. What
2: people are they talking to? What are, who are these people talking to? Do you have a problem that if you go to vote and they say, could we please see your ID to make sure you are who you say you are? I are you love con- showing my ID. You have no problem with that? Nope. Would you have a problem if, when you go to vote, if they say, could we please just see your ID to make sure you are who you say you are? Do you have an issue with that? No. Would you have a problem if there was a rule where you had to show your ID in order to vote? I don't think so. No. Would you have an issue if there was a rule saying you got to show your ID before you vote? No. Are you cool with that?
3: Yeah.
0: So, you see that shit? I mean, they assume that we are dumb. They assume that we can't do shit. But as the video shows of, of Ami Horowitz uh, interviewing people, we know I know where to, how to get to the fucking DMV. I know two places to go to the DMV: the one in downtown Brooklyn and the one in Herald Square. For fuck's sake, <laughs> in New York City, I could go to those two places and get her done and get an ID. In fact, I I went and I went to a, a DMV Express and got a re, renewed my non-driver's ID, ID or get a driver's uh, a a learner's permit. It's really not that snidious. It's not that hard. I mean, it really isn't that hard. It's it's um Let's see. Um <laughs> You know, it's almost disgusting because it's like, oh, you know, Hispanics are dumb, black people are dumb. First of all, if you open a fucking history book, especially in American history, there was a a town called Black Wall Street. In fact, hold on, let me let me uh, pull up Black Wall Street. We could do this together, Black Wall Street. uh, It was in uh, Greenwood is a historic freedom colony in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as one of the most prominent concentrations of African-American businesses in the United States during the early uh, early 20th century. It was popularly known as America's Black Wall Street until the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921, in which white white residents massacred as many as 300 black residents injuring hundreds more and raised the neighborhood within hours. Their riot was one of the most devastating massacres in the history of uh, U.S. race relations. Money bet all those fucking white white residents were probably voted Democrat. But they were able to open businesses and it was very it was so successful that it pissed off the white people. The white people surrounding it that they felt like they had to destroy it. In fact, yeah. um, Yeah. Was one of the most uh, commercially successful and affluent majority African American communities in the United States. Booker T. Washington referred to the Greenwood neighborhood as a Negro Wall Street. Many Americans, including African Americans had moved to Oklahoma in hopes of gaining a shot at quick economic gain through the mining and oil industries. Even though African-American constituted a small percentage of the overall population in Oklahoma, the percentage of African-Americans in Tulsa had significantly increased to around uh, (laughs) 12.3% during the boom. Many African-Americans had come from deep south and Kansas because of the opportunity to strike gold, uh, strike gold because of the rich fields. During the Jim Crow era, African-Americans were not allowed to make purchases or services in predominantly white areas in particular. Does that sound like stupid people? able to capitalize on a need this, in, in spite of all that shit holding them back. Actual real white supremacy holding them back. Today none of that is going on. But the left likes to like oh you're still victims. You can't you can't get an ID, you can't do this on your own. Oh, you have to fucking do. Get the fuck out my way. Show me the opportunity, I will obtain it. Get out of my way. Stop assuming like the the thing that that pisses me off the most is um <laughs> and this is just a personal thing. Like I go to like if I go into a city agency to get something done, like the other day I had to go to the department of um Department of city administrative services to to apply for a job Ta-da. <laughs> in fact, I gotta go back there tomorrow to, uh to 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 get an application so I could sign up for a test for a job <laughs> very simple it's a simple thing to do. I don't need someone but I hate going to these places and they first start off by talking to me in Spanish. And I'm like, no, I speak English. No, we can speak in Spanish. English is my first language, motherfucker. God damn it. You don't, do you hear an accent when, you hear a Brooklyn accent when I'm talking to you in English. And yet you, f- like, white person. White person. Believe me when I say I speak English. <laughs> I hate it when it, like, look. I love my language. I love Spanish. I, I really do. I can speak some of it. I was born here, but don't fuck. It's, it's the assuming. It's the assuming. Like no, I read. I, I can read. In, I read English. I read and write. Read and write English very well. And now I'm tripping over my own words, which is fucking up my argument. <laughs> Just. But um, <laughs> it's um. I mean, that is a lot, like, if if you want to talk about microaggressions, the only, like, I just love it how they, they throw white supremacy, microaggressions, culture and sensitivity to the people, to people on the right, when it's those on the left committing it. it. It, it gets annoying. It really does get annoying. Telling me what, you think i can't do like no get the fuck out my way if you see me struggling then offer to help but if i'm not struggling just just let me just wait just wait wait and see if you're not really racist but if you're just coming assuming oh he's brown he's obviously an immigrant he's an ignorant immigrant kindly go fuck yourself Anyways, let me get back to this article here called The Racism of Low Expectations, uh, written by Jeremy Morgan back in uh, January 3rd of 2016. You can find it at um xyz.net.eau <laughs> Yes, the racism of low expectations holds non-white ground, non-white groups and individuals to lower standards of behavior and achievement and is a form of racism which can have disastrous effects. The racism of low expectations is particularly insidious because it is often masked with altruism and seemingly good intentions. Yet it has been crippling for many groups in society. Black American economist economist Thomas Sowell has uh, spent decades confronting the racism of low expectations in, in the United States, which he argues has led to welfare dependence fatherlessness and the mul- and the multitude of other problems for vast swaths of black of the black community. And it's also, it also affects the Latin community. Um, it does. And I've seen it firsthand. You have these people that, that are dependent on the state hand to mouth dependent on the state. And it's sad. It really is sad because there is no advancement. There is no improving yourself because these these systems, you cannot improve yourself. You can't you. They make it difficult. So you just become nice and comfortable with getting scraps. It's basically the left uh, giving you scraps off the table like you're like you're some mangy mutt. It is it's 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 insulting. It's very insulting. It's like, oh my goodness, look how cute he is. Little colored person here. You Are you hungry? You hungry here? Here, honey, give him some leftovers. Here, here. No, 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 no. This is for people. The, the table, sitting at the table is for people. Like, what? What? <laughs> And don't act like you're trying to help me. You're not. You're not trying to help me. You're trying to keep me, continue to keep me under your thumb. You want to be able to to say you could take something away from me if I don't act correctly. Don't be fooled. This is a form of control. You want me dependent upon you. And I'm talking to the left. I'm talking talking to the left. I'm talking to the Democrat Party. Just give me the opportunity and get the fuck out my way. Trump, he signed the Second Chance Act, giving people a chance to be able to get on their feet and go back to work. It is the first step in in, in criminal reform. The the Obama had eight years. He didn't do nowhere near this. I mean, imagine, imagine. And if the Democrats were smart, if they were, if all those Congress uh, Democrat Congress men were smart, they would be. You know, hey, you know what? They will be stealing ideas from Trump and actually doing shit for the American people. If you really want to help, if you really want to show show up Trump, how's about you do shit like what Trump is doing? For, for the, you know, that doesn't mean welfare. That's just unleashing the full potential of, of the economy and allowing everyone to... To fairly capitalize in it, and practice capitalism, but no, no, capitalism is bad. Capitalism is white supremacy, even though capitalism allows us to lift ourselves up, as evidenced by Black Wall Street. There's already historic uh, historical evidence that capitalism works, and 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 you know. Like, well, it was burnt to the ground by white people, yeah. Well, you know what? If you had if you stopped that, if it didn't happen, it would still probably be a very powerful force today. I say, bring black, black Wall Street, bring, bring, you know, have an Indian Wall Street, like uh, dot head, not feather, well, feather, too, but you know, you know what I mean. Have every group have their own area of economic stuff, whatever. You know, have it all, <laughs> because how? Huh, I'll go. I'll go to Black Wall Street, buy something there. Oh, snap! The Indians have something good. I'll go there. I'll go there, and I'll go to get me some chicken tikka masala from the other Indians. <laughs> go, go to Dominican Wall Street. Well, it'll be. Oh, I guess I'll fall under Latino Wall Street. Free market, baby. But then you don't want people becoming independent. Because once they become independent, they start seeing, oh, wait. The shit that you're doing is threatening my success. So I'm going to vote against you. <laughs> you can't control me. That is that is bigotry. That is soft bigotry. You're not outright calling me a spick. You're not outright calling me a nigger to my face. But you're 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 assuming it in your heart, and it's like, let me be, let me be nice, let me let me give the 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 illusion that I am not a bigot, and throw these throw these colored people some some scraps. Ain't that a bitch? We got uh that damn van meter, SJW white Jesus complex. Yes. Why Jesus? Yeah, don't tell him don't tell him the truth. Don't tell him the truth about Jesus. I mean how can he be a blonde haired, blue eyed white person in the Middle East, assholes? <laughs> Whoops. At the very at the very lightest he was olive complexion. At the very lightest. But um the rate okay, so it's um <laughs> the racism and low expectations have become evident in recent years, particularly with the treatment of different religious groups in society. Artists and the media have little concern about publishing material which is likely to be. Offensive to Christians because the expectation that Christians will not respond violently to offense material offensive to Muslims, on the other hand, is generally suppressed because of the likelihood of violence and thus the racism of low expectations is assumed in this short clip below and blah, blah, blah. In fact, you know what? Hey, let me play this clip. Liberal Muslim in an authentic, is an authentic a Muslim.
5: section within uh, the left, I refer to them as the regressive left. And I want to clarify, I don't mean all of those on the left, I mean a section that have come to the view for the sake of political correctness, for the sake of uh, tolerating what they believe is other cultures and respecting different lifestyles. They have a, a, an inherent hesitation to challenge some of the bigotry that, that can occur within minority communities. I mean, at the end of the day, if we truly subscribe to liberal human rights values in their universality and the universal declaration of human rights, they apply not just in favor of minority communities, but in some instances.
1: Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
5: Upon minority communities too, and it's what I call the racism of low expectations, to lower those standards when looking at a brown person, if a brown person happens to express a level of misogyny, chauvinism, bigotry or uh, anti-Semitism, and yet hold other white people to universal liberal standards, the real victim of that double standard are the minority communities themselves, because by doing so we limit their horizons, We limit their own ceiling and expectations as to what they aspire to be. Uh, We're judging them as somehow that their culture is inherently less civilized. Uh, And of course we are tolerating bigotry within communities and the first victims of of that bigotry happen to be those who are weakest from among those communities. And that's who I refer to as the minorities within the minority. The minorities within the minority are every feminist Muslim, every gay Muslim, lesbian Muslim, every liberal Muslim every dissenting voice, ex-Muslims, and these are people who mainstream society will judge because they have Muslim names and brown skin invariably, so they have to suffer a lot of the discrimination that anyone else may suffer from mainstream society. But even within their own community, they're then further discriminated against because, of course, uh, it goes without saying that uh, levels of, uh, of, of, of tolerance towards, uh, to gays uh, and perhaps levels of anti-Semitism uh, and, and liberal values Uh, There are still many many challenges when it comes to those values within Muslim communities So they suffer from both ends and that's why I say that if we truly as liberals care for the weakest among us as As any liberal society should be judged by then then those who are the weakest among us I believe are the minorities within the minority communities It's the emphasis on group rights and on the identity of uh, Group rights rather than seeking out the individual within the groups and thereby what happens is invariably those individuals within the groups, the minorities within the minorities, have a progressive struggle uh, ahead of them. The group, you know, the Muslim community, for want of a better term, doesn't have a progressive struggle. It's identifying itself as a Muslim, and for whatever reason, good or bad, currently the Muslim debate isn't as liberal, uh, isn't as uh, uh, committed to universal human rights values as I would like it to be, at least. So in protecting the group identity, we end up reinforcing uh, 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 illiberal values because we prioritize cultural tolerance over the progress and the advancement of liberalism within minority communities. And that's how...
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, the one thing is, like, not liberalism, but, like, the, the advancements of, of, of people's development. Um. You know, like, like being able to, lack of a better term, pull yourself by your bootstraps. Um, becoming a better person, becoming more, um, you know, educating yourself. But, you know, hey, you when you have a, a um, when you have leftists on the right, just constantly just thinking you're going to be savages for the rest of your life. You're never taking, you, you will never be taken seriously. Like, let's say, oh my God, you're a doctor, but you're black. Oh, my God, you are a credit to your race. What the fuck? <laughs> what? The, what? What? Oh, my goodness. You speak English so well. I'm like, um, I, yeah, I, w- I was born here. Oh, my God, good for you. You fucking. I mean, I've gotten that, too. I'm like, you speak English so well. Like, I would hope so. <laughs> Don't fucking patronize me. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? In fact, um, I want to talk about this. uh, Computing forever. uh, This uh, channel.
4: The BBC soft bigotry of low expectations. The BBC, the broadcaster that has fully embraced diversity hiring with its plans for one in six of its stars to be gay, lesbian or disabled by 2020 and for half of its workforce to be women by the same year.
0: Like, and that's another thing. What does that accomplish? Because uh, when, like, you know, when uh, Star Wars did it, when the Marvel movies are doing it, fucking Doctor Who, when Doctor Who did that, started uh, hiring, you know, having diversity hires and shit, the stories suffered. There's no meritocracy anymore. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't care if the whole cast is white. Give me a good, written, a well written, entertaining story. I don't give a fuck if there's a, oh my God, that superhero is Puerto Rican. Yay, me. Like, what the fuck does that really do for me? Nothing. Do I get superpowers? No. <laughs> Like, what the fuck do I, give me a good story. Give me the stories that I fucking grew up reading in comic books. Give me the stories that I grew up with and do it well. Oh my God, we made Mary Jane Black. Like, who gives a fucking fuck? First of all, Mary Jane was a redhead. Zendaya in the in the movie is not, not a fucking redhead. In fact, that was actually part of the fucking story. That was part of her fucking character. Mary Jane's character of her being a fucking redhead. Thank you for fucking it up. <clears throat> we need diversity. Why? If you want diversity, how's about you? Write something. Write something good. All right.
4: Also, they fire you now. No,
0: because this is, the, this is the shit, too. Because they end up lowering the fucking standards. That's the point I'm trying to make. They lower the fucking standards. Anyways, give me. let's get back to the fucking... Uh,
4: if you're a white man, because leftist, virtue signaling, third-wave feminism, and the belief in patriarchy, equality of outcome, and social engineering. They're also getting the occasional anti-capitalist message into their TV programs, like on Doctor Who, but that's a whole other story. So, just this week the good old Beeb, in their wisdom, decided to launch a new international news service. Well, where are those taxpayer pounds going to this time? You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. This is it. BBC Pigeon. A news service aimed at West African audiences. This is not a joke. This is not a parody website. It's a real website. Yeah, a news website entirely in pidgin English, which is to say broken English. Now, I may get some heat on this one, but bear with me while I make my case as to why this is a truly heinous idea. First of all, there's probably gonna be a small percentage of folks in the comments saying something like, Dave, I don't see a problem. I mean, uh, pidgin English is, is a beautifully rich and diverse language. Educate yourself, it's so nuanced and eclectic. It's spoken in numerous African nations. If the BBC can be translated into languages like French, Chinese, Spanish, and Italian, why not pidgin as well? Okay, first of all, those are officially recognized languages. Pidgin isn't. It's an attempt, an attempt at speaking English. It is a semi-literate attempt at the language. People who are semi-literate at English are speaking pidgin. These are people with little to no education in very, very poor parts of the world. Hence the reason they're speaking pidgin. If I attempt to learn Spanish, say... And I work hard at it for a couple of months, in a beginner's course or something. I will have, obviously, a good few words of Spanish by then. I may even be able to hold a partial conversation. But after only a few weeks of learning, I will be speaking what is basically crappy Spanish. I will not yet be fluent in the language, will I? By the same logic of people who think that pidgin is a version of the English language, why don't we now say that I'm fluent in crappy Spanish? Also, I understand that there are versions of English. British English, international English, regional dialects and colloquialisms specific to certain English-speaking nations, obviously. But they derive and work within the original core language of English. We don't produce a a BBC Cockney News service where the articles begin with, Alright mate, guess what that geezer Donald Trump done today? Go blimey, he's a bloody nutter. We also don't have BBC Leprechaun, with articles written in a stereotypical Irish brogue. Top of the morning to you. Tis the BBC News Service here. I'm going to tell you what the weather's going to be, Begara. Yeah, those examples sound ridiculous because they are. But it doesn't stop the BBC from producing essentially what is that very thing with BBC Pigeon. So, would you like to hear me read some of these articles? Let's do this. Well,
0: yeah, so anyways, the point that he ends up trying to make is like, You know, you lower the standard for black and brown people. Well, in this case, Africans and not and not, you know, encouraging them to learn English or at least translate it to their native tongue. Because, I mean, first of all, it's lazy. Just translate it to their native tongue. Or trust them that if they really want to learn English, they will learn English. Like properly but you're assuming that these people are too dumb to do it. Anyways, what um <clears throat> holy crap. Been talking shit for 38 minutes. So <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to take a quick uh, uh quick break. This, I'm going to play a song called five uh, from uh, Through the Unseen by the group Five Cases of a Tragedy on the Cry Chat Radio show. That was five cases of a tragedy with their song Through the End Scene on the Crouch Out Radio Show. We're back. The left's soft bigotry of low expectations. And, yep. Fuck that up. <clears throat> so. It, I mean, look, I'm, I'm coming at this from a... a from from dealing with this personally. For the longest time, I didn't know what it was. I didn't I didn't know there was a term for it. But then I found it. I did research and, and I just oh shit. There's a term for this. I didn't I did I, I found it on my own. <laughs> I which means I'm smart enough to use the fucking internet. I'm smart enough to fucking do my own fucking research um i just thought it was called being uh, being patronized being um you know under uh uh, uh what's that word um underestimated And really it, it it is a form of racism. Form of real racism. You know, all I did was get pissed off. I was like, oh, you're brown. Well, how do you why do you support Trump? How can you be a Republican? How can you be a a, a, a libertarian? You're brown. You're voting against your own interests. Oh, that, that that's the one that burns my ass. Okay, who the fuck are you to know what my interests are? Hm? Explain, explain please. Explain who the fuck like who my what what's who's my interest? What interests? All I get is <laughs> you know that that's, that's like okay, what are my interests? And you know you got the people that fucking roll their eyes. Like, ugh, you should know, you should know better. Like, I, I was at this open mic. I've told the story before. <clears throat> Black comedian, he's on stage, and he goes, this joke is not for you. There's no, that, This joke is not for the ladies. And the joke wasn't sexist. There was nothing wrong. I forgot what the joke was. I just remembered. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't offensive to nobody. It was just a joke about men. And this fucking white chick gets up and he's like, you're black, you should know better. Like, excuse me, bitch? Excuse me? Who the fuck? I'm sorry I offended you, ma'am. Mistress, I'm sorry, mistress. Asa goes back to the plantations. Like, excuse me? You're black, you should know better. And no one fucking bats an eye. No one fucking bats an eye. Of course, I got up stage yesterday. Um, I mean, not yesterday. I got up on stage after like a couple comics after him. And you know, uh, by this time she like stormed out of the fucking out of the fucking room, made like a dramatic exit because she's a cunt. She comes back. She's like, "Oh God, it's him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself." And then someone's like, "I was like, well, she says she's like she's gonna kill herself, I'm like, I fucking hope so." That no talent, I like, I went in, I was like, yeah, no talent, cunt. Who the fuck does she think she is? And little did I know, that's a form of racism. From people that like to claim that they're not racist, from people that claim that they're fighting for me. (laughs) I don't need you to fight for me. I need you to get the fuck out my way. And I will do what I got to do myself. I don't need your help. I need you to kindly get the fuck out my way. I need you to, you know, let, let me let me get the opportunity myself. I got this. Because, I, and like I was stating in the beginning. In fact, I want to read this uh, thing that I wrote on, on the Facha book. Because I was so pissed off. I'm so pissed off. And it's it's the left that breeds this. Um, oh, someone's okay. In fact, I'm going to maybe I should. Nah, nah, that that's not the show. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this Justin, but um, I wrote this on fate on the Facha book a uh, couple few days ago. I hate living in a society where do nothing motherfuckers who made horrible choices in life get everything handed to them and those and those same do nothing motherfuckers still have the nerve to make demands. Democrats have made a beggars uh, allow beggars to be choosers. Bitch, you want you went to jail. Uh, had uh, kids out of wedlock you didn't complete an education you get cash aid room and board child care and other wants met paid for by john q public but they have the fucking nerve to be ungrateful and unappreciative and have a chip on their shoulder like saying please don't hold the elevator other others uh, like, please don't hold the elevator. Others need to uh, take their children to school is akin to calling them a nigger. Like when I lived with my family, I was constantly disrespected and I couldn't say shit because I lived under their own roof. Yet these fucks have more rights than uh, they can curse you out. They can lay hands on you and you can't so much as defend yourself and they fucking know it too what happens to the uh, to the Ameri- what happened to the america where we celebrated hard work and we were appreciative and i'll tell you what happened democrats soft racism soft bigotry or or veiled bigotry allowed this type of attitude to, to grow That's exactly what happened. Anyways, um, what else we got? I got the, I, 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 uh, I got the, um, thing going. I have, uh, I got 10 more minutes. Um, if you guys want to call in the numbers three, four, seven, Nine two seven six eight two four. If you guys want to call in, the number again is three four seven nine two seven six eight two four. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, um I mean, it also could be dangerous, too, because look at the whole bail reform. In fact, hold on. Let's let's look up bail reform in New York. New York's bail reform, a little summary of, uh, okay, wait, let me put ta uh, What states have bail reform? What is bail reform? What is, let's do, hold on. What is bail reform? Okay. let's read this here what is bail reform in New York and this is a can I get a simple shit no Mm -hmm. elimination of money bail and pretrial detention in most cases that's what bail reform is is elimination of money bail and pretrial like okay um the thing is a lot of people that are being arrested. Now they're being released. And especially when they commit violent crimes, they're released without, without being held. They're not being held. Okay. So you damn near kill someone you're out there free. And there, and, and what's going on now is a lot of these criminals in New York are (laughs) re-offending after they have cases, um. <laughs> and, again, I mean, I, I, I tend to want to uh, apply the uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. It's like, oh, they can't afford bail. Okay, some people need to be kept in prison for the safety of society. Um, The people that should uh, be let go is if you don't have any fucking proof they committed a crime. But if you have them on tape If you have evidence That they committed a fucking violent crime Keep them in jail But they're brown They need to be able to They're brown They have to uh... Oh there we go Adjusting the levels Adjusting Yeah Now Now That, there we go. We adjusted levels. (laughs) So. Like Khalif Browder, who who killed himself because he was in jail for like years without a fucking trial. There was no proof he stole anything. Let him go. He shouldn't have been in prison and they shouldn't have like they, they denied him justice. They denied him uh, his day in court. Like, hey, here, sign sign this, sign this. I mean, that needs to stop. If they don't have evidence of a crime you allegedly commit, then they let you go. But if you committed a violent crime and there's proof, no, your ass stays in jail. Cut this shit. It's not racist to hold someone in jail for committing a violent crime. I don't care what color they are. Cut the shit. This is getting people killed in New York City. This is getting people hurt in New York City. This is getting people raped in New York City. Like, cut the shit. Honestly, and, and if we really even the playing field, where you have to force, you know force people to finally pull their weight. Okay, if they fall off, they fall off. Oh fucking well. Then they're gonna then they're gonna learn, oh well shit, I got to work harder. <laughs> but um yeah. That's my beef and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so anyways, um I guess that's it for me. Um like thank everyone for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe, however you're listening to. Um, I have... Um, goodness, I was supposed to release an interview I did with Mercedes Carrera. She called me from jail uh, this morning. And unfortunately, the fucking software did not fucking record. And now I'm going to have to send her a message and tell her shit didn't work. But um, yeah, from what I was... Uh, from her case... Um, she's accused. And I mean, they, they, you know, you, you know, if you don't, you can't even find any updates on the mainstream media on her case. And, uh, look, I, the more, the more I look into it, the more I don't believe she, well, no, I, I don't, not, no more. I'm wrong. I don't believe she, she molested her daughter. I don't believe that shit in the least. Uh, I'm going to try to re, get her to call back and re record the shit. Um, and uh what we're going this is how we're this is how we do it da, 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 da. so um i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this done it's gonna take some time because i have to send her snail mail and then tell her what's up and then she calls me and then we ha, work, it out, work it out we work we it out so um Luckily, she gets her leathers fast over there, so um, we're gonna try to get it done. Uh, next week, I got someone, I got a guest. We're gonna be talking about uh, father's rights. So, uh, yeah, like to thank everyone for listening. This has been the Crotch Shot Radio Show, and as always, from my house to your house, Mahalo. Like, God damn it. (sighs) Like, honestly, I really got to figure this out. How the fuck this thing, you know, fucking pain in the ass, motherfucking. All right. (laughs) Let's try this again.
4: And that's the end of my show. Donk.